Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Nice. We've got a little bit of something set up here. Let me see what we got here. Okay. Yeah. Wanted to apologize. For some reason, Instagram is not being too uh, helpful, but we we quickly adjusted. Uh, quickly adjusted to account. Let's see what we got here. We quickly adjusted to account for that. Okay, cool. Getting all set up. Yeah, apologies to everybody over on on IG Live if you're not able to hear. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, Instagram might have just done some some update they did a recent update and uh, i don't know if it's messed up on the audio side or what's going on on that and um <laughs> yeah joe said yeah baby adapt or die you guys know what it is to be honest uh we just went through like several renditions of an update for this it started off with uh, the audio isn't working um then we reset it we tried the live again audio still wasn't working for everybody we then uh, i just unplugged and Replugged in my i my my AirPods. Uh, we then reset it again. I tested it on a video to see if the, our AirPods were connected and reconnected. That worked. That confirmed. Uh, we restarted Instagram Live. Everyone still wasn't hearing it. We talked about if we should take it over to Zoom. Created <laughs> created the Zoom link. Dropped that in and then realized you know what that Zoom link's probably going to be difficult for people to cut, copy, paste, or to move over to get onto uh, the Zoom. So then we went in the back end and updated the uh, URL redirect link, which is perfectsoccerskills.com slash Zoom. Uh, so that at least as of right now, we've got uh, Joe Jackson and Pogba Jr. who are, who have joined in and hopefully those who see us on Instagram but might not necessarily hear us will click that link, open it up and join us over here and Pogba, to your point, they couldn't handle the frequency. You're right. But we just we keep the wave flowing, right? Um, perfect perfect example of the MSL mentality mindset. We, we continue to adapt or die, and we do not die. We just adapt. We figure out multiple ways to attack 
an issue or temporary obstacle and we overcome. Uh, the wave flows whether Instagram wants it or not. That is correct. Uh, that is correct. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like cool updates I was just wanting to share with you guys um, and keep it more casual and light today, just with the with the overall just heavy news cycle of Juneteenth, right? Uh, celebrate freedom. Shout out ISC. Supporters Council, uh, PC, and um, USLBPA joining in on the T-shirt collab. If you guys haven't copped yourself uh, a fundraiser tee, head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com. BP the the BPC the BPC pop-up shop has them. And if you want more information on the entire campaign, how it came together, and all that, head over to BlackPlayersForChange.org/slash/Juneteenth. Um, yeah, actually, the advantage, the advantage of, what do you call it? The advantage of Zoom is you have more opportunities to like screen share on, on my screen. So let me, let me pull this up so you guys can see. So I've made mention of uh, blackplayersforchange.org uh, slash Juneteenth excuse on my tabs, you guys know what it is. Uh, you can get a little bit more information on the t-shirt itself. Um, these are the sample run tees. I had uh, expressed last week that there was some info I was wanting to share with everybody, uh, but couldn't share it yet because we we're saving it for the announcement. Um, this was one of them, uh, our collaboration and partnership with the, the ISC, BWPC and the USLBPA. It was a joint, um, uh, joint design a t-shirt celebrating Juneteenth and the meaning behind Juneteenth with all uh, supporters groups who were involved, uh, who were involved uh, in the project. Um, so you guys can see the full breakdown and list here and details. You can jump over to here to get your own shirt. Right in multiple sizes, so we're collecting all that for 25 bucks. Muckaroos, all the money and proceeds go uh, to split be split equally between the three organizations and to prepare for a day of service uh, sometime this off season. So that was a pretty dope one that I was um, I was excited to share, and I know you guys have been waiting to hear more details on. Uh, then you've got. Um, um, it's the fastest way to get to it. Then you've got the mini pitch. There we go. BPC, BWPC. We also announced our partnership of the organizations come together as one voice, uh, announcing that here on Juneteenth with the uh, year anniversary of the organization. Um, and uh, I think this was this was what I was referencing to everybody. Uh, with relation to the, um, what do you call it? The day trip to New York to direct and produce this uh, commercial. And let me see, I'll pull it up here on, um, on both. So everybody, let's see.
black men are unstoppable. Black women are unstoppable. They exude finesse, courage, race, prowess, and utter determination against old ideas that fight for progress and success at every turn. This is why we chose to partner with Black Players for Change. This is why we chose to partner with Black Women's Player Collective. We recognize Black men. Black women are the foundation for change. We have come together to speak as one and align in our duty to uplift and amplify underserved voices and communities. Through our collective efforts of unity and support of one another, together there will be change. Yeah, so this was a dope project that we've been working on for quite some time. This is the condensed version of the full press release. You can check all that out over on NewYorkCityFC.com. Um, I see. Oh, and then the the final. I can just pull it up on Instagram. Um, let's see what we got here. I said there's just been a lot of news, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I think Serena. Serena reposted on our on our uh, Evolve account. The yeah, so if you guys go check out the Evolve account, this is where we, we post a lot of the the work that our marketing agency, branding and mark, creative brand and marketing agency does. So a lot of the stuff that you guys have seen has been created by EVLV online, you know, BPC, Perfect Soccer, um, a lot of the t-shirts, the, the merch, the soccer balls, everything that's been powered um, by, our, by our marketing agency. Um, and this was, uh, the, the article, uh, published on MLSsoccer.com about the, the Juneteenth, uh, exclusive Jersey drop, um, I'll pull it up over here across the league with all of the numbers and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. And then the story behind the, the imagery and the choice of messaging that we decided to do for for the um, for the campaign, so yeah, lots and lots of news, lots of stuff that was popping up, popping seemed like it might have been popping up, but we had been doing for some time. Um, um, yeah, so if you guys weren't aware of all of that news and everything that's been coming up, now you're aware. I'm also working on a couple things. One, I'm working to get my taxes done because, you know, you got to do the taxes. So, yeah. um, uh, but all of the work, effort, and energy and just blood, sweat, tears that has gone into this last year, um, yeah, has been a lot. And I think getting back into a rhythm and cadence of, of posting and sharing and highlighting what we're doing on my personal accounts, right? I just kind of been, uh, say, haven't been giving as much time and attention to my personal accounts as I have all the other accounts that we're managing and working with. And uh, I know that that's where a lot of people get a lot of news. So showcasing to you the other accounts that we manage, the other stuff that we're doing. Um, so for those of you who are wanting to stay up to date, you have the ability to do so, but also, um, you know, uh, breaking it up so each account has its kind of its own niche and an area to pull from. Uh, yeah. So, um, what, about, what about you guys? How do you feel about, um, do you like everything all in like one place? Is that like, 
does that become information over overload for you or do you prefer like following different accounts for for very specific reasons uh joe jack said very sick i'm definitely checking out the shirt awesome thanks brother um three things are certain in life death taxes and riding the msl wave that is correct i think i think i think those are in reverse order as well too i think three things for certain riding that msl wave taxes and death um but death of our ego we live on in multiple realities forever and always uh as our ideas live in the minds of those we interact with every day and those who we will interact with in the future through this digital economy this digital world this metaverse that we are establishing here on the blockchain uh so yeah that's what's up in terms of kind of new cycle and stuff uh, i'm a little not gonna lie i'm a little disappointed that instagram isn't working too well with us this time because i i wanted to be able to highlight showcase the um the audio that accompanied with it and also get feedback from the, the community um who is limited to instagram mainly because everyone didn't have enough time to prepare to jump over to zoom but i'm glad at least we got to talk a little bit and i could show um a bit of what's going on um, yeah did you so i know joe pogba i know you are the only two who are currently on the live i think linda uh, linda said she likes the um zoom version better but just dropped off um you guys have any questions any ideas any thoughts yeah you guys yeah you could type them up you could uh pop in on audio Okay. Uh, Joe Jackson asks, how far do you think we'll make it into the universe? Uh, the position you take when you answer the question, I feel is relevant or relative. And since we're talking about the universe, I think relativity has the most influence in the outcome of that existence. Uh, if we want to talk about like philosophically, like I believe we've already made it everywhere. It's which version of everywhere, everywhere will we realize? So like far, how far something is, is a relative term, like relative to where I am, where something else is. The distance between me me here and there the point out in front or behind me or whatever that we were talking about getting to 
is uh, space, right? And what's required to, or what we believe is required to get from one point to another is, or the distance between the two is time, right? It's a function of time. However, how much time it takes is relative. So how far do we go is up to us. It's just manifesting new realities or realizing realities that already existed. We just hadn't tapped into the right frequency yet. Right. So, um, yeah, those are fun questions to think about because it's just like how you choose to think about the question determines the answer you eventually get to or you don't get to or you get to experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a trip. It is a trip. Speaking of trip, Super Trip is a is a is an artist um, that I found when um, purchasing NFTs on Foundation, who does some really dope, really really dope work. Um, I hope to collaborate on some some stuff with him here in the future, because um, I think it really speaks to the MSL mentality and how we kind of view uh, the universe. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We got here. Um, Joe said, do you think we can tap into different universes spiritually and with brainwaves and different frequencies? Different universes. I feel like the, the short answer to that is yes, because we exist, or at least we believe we exist. We're like having this conversation right now through this digital universe called zoom that exists in our, in our minds, right? Like it existed in the mind of someone who coded it and brought it into this reality. But that means it existed in a frequency that we couldn't experience until it was brought into this reality. So it had to fit certain rules and frameworks before it could be brought into this existence for us to realize its potential. So like potential is infinite, right? It's limitless. It's all energy. It's all things um, that aren't bound to the rules of this version of reality that we decided to participate in consciously or unconsciously, right? So if you think of it like that, then in order for certain things to manifest into this reality, it has to fit certain rules uh, rules and frameworks that have been established in some in some try to give context to it like in some in some slice of reality that we exist in so some frequency of reality that we exist in so it's like okay we we exist in this flat plane of reality and within this flat plane of reality you know, we can, we can smell, we can hear, we can, we can touch, um, we can build, but in other, you know, slices and realms of reality, maybe, um, you know, ideas exist 
that aren't bound to the same frameworks and rules of how ideas can manifest in this slice of reality, right? So like, okay, if let's say spiritually or mentally or, you know, because like you said, like brainwaves, let's say uh, one rule of this slice of reality is that we can, we can, um, we can ping. So in the internet space, right? Like you send a ping, it's a message to one node. It comes back to you, right? Like you can send a message out there. So maybe our brains can, are like nodes in this network that can, that can ping out to realities where ideas exist and um, live freely. We can, we can, um, we can pull that idea into this reality and it asked if we if it fits within the frameworks of of rules within this reality so i i do think we can do that i think what we just talked to through is a, is framework for how a system like that could potentially work and i believe like if you can speak it into existence in a manner that makes sense within the rules of our reality, it it's real or it exists, right? I think seeing it in the physical sense is just a function of time. So how much time does it take you to pull ideas or manifest or create ideas and bring them into this reality? That's a function of time, but also integral in that equation is your skill sets, your experiences, and your ability to tap into those and leverage them as a function of time, right? So, and to compound those experiences and the use case of those experiences over time. So the utility of your experiences, which is what we talk a lot and specifically and mainly about here on the hashtag Ask Pro Show. We break down the MSL, the mental strength, league uh i appreciate the questions you guys it's it's very helpful it's very helpful for me to kind of uh put flags in the ground as to the ideas and the experiences we're having together and and relative to the different perspectives and positions we have while time's just you know while time's happening um so um uh pogba had asked me okay how how are you feeling about the usa's chance about qualifying for world cup okay so what's interesting is especially especially in this last year a year and a half my attention and focus on like how the usa team's doing how mls teams are doing like just like the outcomes of soccer games has been almost close to 0%, like 0.01%, right? And um, we've talked about it on on previous episodes about how you assess what expertise is, right? The more, the more experience you have, the less you have to pay attention to because the more you realize certain things are just noise that are preventing you from accomplishing your goal. So... So in the context of understanding and seeing and knowing the storylines and how things are playing out on a, you know, from a fan perspective, I have very little um, experience with that, especially in the last two years. But with the experience of, I have 
gained through the position I took throughout my career of being a student of uh, mentality and mindset and culture, um, the indicators I've seen from the little uh, data I've had access to over the course of this year and a half, two years, lends me to believe that we are on track and on path to getting to the World Cup, um, qualifying for the World Cup for, for sure, and potentially making a very far run in it, if not winning it. Um, I won't say this next one, but 2026. I won't say the next one. I'll say for sure, the uh, U.S. has a very, very strong chance of going very deep in the World Cup in 2026, if not winning it. And that comes down to many factors and things that I've seen that I believe will lend to the narrative and the experience this generation of players will have access to that will help them on that journey and on that path um, to the point that, you know, I think things will fall into alignment to make that reality manifest itself into this plane of, uh, of existence. That's what I'm thinking. That is what I'm thinking. Um, oh, Pogba said, sorry, the Wi-Fi is acting up. Uh, I don't know if that's mine or yours. Hopefully we captured that for the, um, for the replay. So at least we can re-listen to that because I'd like to re-listen to that. So that was just a, a stream of consciousness. Not sure where I dropped off there for you. So, okay, Joe Jackson said good on good on his end. Okay, so hopefully we we got that. Yeah, I don't know if many people are are making their predictions and calls for winners of the 2026 World Cup here in 2021, but. I think that's a testament to how much work we've accomplished here in the last <laughs> in the last year <laughs> and time will tell time will let us know you know and we'll be able to lean into the america process the three s's of self-awareness and, and and see and figure out you know where we got it wrong what we got what we got off and how to improve it for the next round for the next cycle um but yeah uh sage uh, okay sage or dbz asks how did you get into the mls um i think i discussed I, I think i covered that and talked about that last week so i'll give like the condensed version of it um because that that one's up on on the feed so you could go re-listen to the full story but I think the, the, the reason I got to the MLS was because of how I approached the game ever since I was, was little. So um, I broke my femur, I want to say when I was 12 years old. And before I broke my femur, I was extremely fast, uh, faster than I've ever been as an adult. Like um, 
had I not broke my leg, I probably would have gone on to be an Olympic athlete, uh, an Olympic track athlete, right? Like that was the type of speed, um, natural speed that I had. And that's what I relied on in my game, right? You could just kick the ball anywhere and I'm going to beat everybody to it and sprint by. But I, uh, I fortunately broke my femur at 12 and uh, pretty badly to the point where, you know, the orthopedic surgeon and individuals didn't think I necessarily play sports again. And, um, and I was pretty relentless in in, and extremely competitive when I was playing before I broke my leg, after I broke my leg and I came back, I think that experience was very advantageous to me because I knew that experts could be wrong. You know, doctors thought I could never play and I'd never be back to doing it. And here I am, you know, a year and a half later after going through a lot of, you know, I had a cast up to my, up to my hip, straight leg cast. I was in a wheelchair for, for a long time. Um, but I came back and, and came back and was playing, but I had to completely change uh, my game. I had to learn how to use my body, how to use strength and how to play being the slowest player on the field now, as opposed to being the fastest. And though I got some of my speed back, not quite all of it, um, I think having to adapt. So like we just talked about earlier, adapt or die, having to adapt uh, and learning and, and understanding that adapting is a valuable skill set to have means you will be able to um, prolong um, and survive different environments and, and uh, changing times. And that's one thing that's definitely true always as times will change, right? So more so in, in terms of setting context, how did I get to the MLS? Um, most would say, would speak to just, you know, oh, I got drafted in 2009. That's how I got in. I would say, you know, no, that I got into the MLS um, the day I, I broke my femur, right, when I was 12. Because what was required of me to have to learn and execute on built the foundation for how I approached every game from then until I was, you know, a senior in college and happened to get uh, invited to the combine at MLS that people could then see what had been established, you know, almost a decade before that. So that's even making me think about these past 10 years uh, or 12 years of my professional career. And, you know, many people are just becoming aware of me today. And we talk about, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. No, that's interesting. So like by the time I'm 21, you know, 21, 22, people are seeing what was established and what I started working on at 12 from a soccer perspective, right? Like really started working on. So then that the work I'd been doing from 12, the consistent work I'd been doing from 12 to 22 is what set me apart and why I was uh, afforded an opportunity to play at the MLS level. And then based on what I learned and how I approached it at 22, 
in terms of establishing what I need to be to survive and make it 10 plus years isn't what I was when I showed up at 21, 22. So people are just now seeing what I was on path to being committed and dedicated to from 22 to 32, right? So people just now, I won't say all, uh, my MSL Legion members who've been down with us since the beginning and following the perfect soccer platform and channel for some time have always known that Quincy's a thinker, right? And uh, a lot is based on IQ and, and uh, understanding the, the technical, uh, technical sides of, of the game. But many people are just now becoming aware. And um, just like those who saw or discovered me at, you know, 21, 22, looking at what's, what's the result of 10 years of work from what was established when I was 12, um, I think many people are now going to be looking at me here at 32, 33 um, of what was established and learned um, and been building since 22. So, you know, stuff like what I just shared earlier, our partnership with ISC, right? Uh, BWPC, um, the Jersey Collab Project, Juneteenth celebration, a lot of stuff that's being implemented and put in place in at the MLS and U.S. soccer level that has never been spoken about or celebrated or acknowledged in in my entire um, experience and and frequency up until recently. Um, I think is a testament to how much we as a community um, have really been investing in. And, and putting into our personal development and growth um, and our and conviction and commitment um, over time, just to the process, right? It's a function of time. And I think that function of time is working in our favor now. Um, I was in the car with my son. And, um, he, uh, today at school, he earned himself a special sticker um, because the teacher had asked all the kids in the class to do something, um, I think to put away their lunch pail or, or something to affect like their backpack. And he was the only one who went and did it, put it away. So because he was the only in the first, the first and only one to listen to the teacher, obviously like, you know, kids get distracted and stuff. So um, uh, they're not going to listen all the time, but he, he had listened and he earned a special sticker. So when we picked him up, uh, you know, my wife had let me know what the teacher had told him. And, you know, I was proud of him for, for, you know, doing a good job and being helpful. And I, I told him, and this was just on the ride here, maybe an hour ago or two hours ago. I told him, good job. Um, people who do the right thing get rewarded. That's what I'd said. And then when I said it out loud, it made me think because I almost went like, well, that's not true. <laughs> and, but I want that to be true. So that's why I said it. So then I had to rethink what I was saying. And I said, I said, people who do the right thing are rewarded by good people. So I had to add an extra piece to that, right? 
because, you know, you aren't going to be rewarded for doing the right thing most of the time because most of the time people are of the belief that the only way they can be successful is if you are not. It's not ideal and it's not, yeah, it's not ideal, but it's the current reality for many people and many individuals. But those who choose to invest their time, effort, belief, and energy into rewarding those who do good things will create communities of people who believe the same and will be able to accelerate the time, will be able to accelerate the speed at which we can get more people to believe the same. And then we'll be able to manifest uh, the reality and the existence and the experience of holding and investing and maintaining that belief over time. And I think uh, that experience will be one that more people would rather participate in than not. Ooh, we're going deep. We're going real deep, everybody. Um, and it all started from a how did you get into the MLS? And I appreciate that because uh, where you start is important and context is extremely important. Uh, we've talked about that a lot, but, you know, you can set better context. The more experience you have and the more intentional you are about how you choose to share information because uh, it's a choice. It's a choice. Um, conscious or unconscious, but we want to be conscious about the choices we make um, and, and um, maintain a level of personal responsibility for, for, you know, the role we play. Um, but, oh, okay. I think we're coming in at the hour mark here. Um, and we covered, we covered a good, good bit. We covered a good, good bit. I said, we're going to keep, <laughs> my intention was to keep it light, but I also think these are light ideas. I think, you know, when there's grander, greater relative to the ideas that are out there that we've yet to think to or think through, these are very light. Um, so, um, uh, let's see, uh, Sage, let me see what she said. Okay, how do you think me as a 17-year-old reaching out to MLS Academy teams ha having never played academy level in U.S. soccer before should stand out in my emails and when getting in contact with them to give myself the best shot? Mm. Mm. From what I've seen, the MLS system is, especially the academy system, is only going to become more and more difficult to be a part of because not only do more, more people want to be a part of it, but I don't think the MLS's intention is – I don't believe the MLS's current intention is to maximize participation – 
an opportunity. As much as it's trying to maximize its current position in the market to um, dominate market share. That's pretty, okay. It's pretty politically, political statement with regard to how people will take and use your words against you to formulate arguments, to manifest realities or truths that aren't true, but can be true from how they frame the message, right? So it's mainly like the takeaway is more so understanding what the ultimate goal of the MLS is, is to, to be profitable and to make money, right? So for as much as it will want to promote inclusivity and diversity and, you know, maximize opportunity and create paths for people to, to participate, that's secondary to profiting because that's the goal of the institution, right? Like that's, that's just what it is. So, um, so on the fringe, right at the end of whichever path you ultimately go to, when you get down to having to make a binary decision of, um, uh, profit or, um, development, right. Profit will win. Right. And I think that's the issue because people can point to a singular moment and they'll say, Oh, well, you know, in this moment we didn't choose profit. We chose this, but what's the guiding light when things are really difficult and it's, it's hard to see any way out and you're at the end of the rope and it'd be easiest to do the easiest thing. You lean into what you represent and stand for, or do you lean into what's simple, more simple? And I think if, if the underlying reasoning behind the existence of it is for profit, then when those difficult times eventually do happen, profit will, will, will win out. Okay. So the reason I said that context is really saying like, if you're 17 and you have, and you're reaching out to MLS academies and you've never played at the academy level before, you can, you could stand out in email by sending emails um, because maybe many kids aren't sending emails, but what in that email is going to incline that decision maker to one, want to read, consume your email, and then also engage you, right? Like respond, offer you an opportunity, view you, have you come in. And that's where I'd want you to think about what you could be doing to make that more likely to happen than not happen. Understanding that it's a for-profit organization. So, so even, so like when I'm sharing advice or, or, you know, sharing my experience with you guys, you know, um, Nia, what's going on? Um, hold on, let me see. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, sorry, what? 
There's a couple people jumping in on here. Okay, so my gotta change that down because all right, yeah. So uh, like I was saying in terms of just like where I shared where I I shared with my son what I'd like, what I believe that I'd like to be true, which is, you know, doing the right, doing good things gets you rewarded, right? But I know my experience tells me that that's not necessarily the case, right? So I say doing good things gets you rewarded by good people, right? So the caveat, right? So like when I'm sharing with you guys, um, what I understand from my experience in terms of knowing it's a for-profit organization and for-profit system currently, um, that is what incentivizes many people to make their decisions. So when I'm thinking of this simplest solution or the most efficient or effective solution, um, understanding it's a for-profit organization is, can I go garage selling and flip a bunch of items on eBay and Amazon to save up enough money to pay an academy coach to come out and see me, to, to pay for an invite uh, to... Uh, a, a combine or a tournament or, or pay for dope editing services or pay for, you know, uh, the best training or individual mentorship, right? Like, because that's what's required currently. And most people aren't willing to do that. So that alone can set you apart. Um, so when you're asking, like, how do you set yourself apart? I, I, I think about all the things that I see most players and people not willing to do. And then I go, that's what I'll do. Because doing that consistently over a long enough period of time means I will set myself apart from the rest. And that is when people can truly see the value I provide. But that's a belief. And that belief has to be met with commitment. And that commitment has to be dedicated a dedication over a long duration of time and typically a lot longer than you than you would prefer because um you know as you start to make separation and people can see that it's bringing more attention to those who don't want to see what you're doing come to fruition so it becomes increasingly more difficult with less and less to gain from doing so um but that's why I say, you know, the word conviction comes into place because you have to very, you have to be very convicted in your beliefs, um, uh, very convicted in remaining disciplined and committed to your beliefs um, and practicing those. And the beauty of the beliefs I'm speaking about are the three S's of self-awareness. So we're aggressive and committed to the belief of self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability. So that doesn't mean that our beliefs can't change, but that belief doesn't. And that's what we are consistent with. That's what we are committed to. And that's how we can be open to the idea of being wrong and continually optimize and improve our belief system over time to account for uh, the most objective truth, the most, uh, the most accurate truth, not only in this current moment, but also um, gives us the flexibility to adapt rather than die as times change because times inevitably will change 
Um, yeah. I like that. I like that. And my phone's going to die over here soon. And we're past the hour mark. Um, I, I appreciate the I appreciate the questions, guys. Um, as you may or may not be able to tell, I've I think I've been able to get into a little bit of new space, new creative space here. Been doing a lot of thinking, gaining a lot of experience, receiving a lot of feedback from a lot of the work we've been doing. I've been using the word a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, because um, it has been a lot. But we're built for it. So, yeah. I think that's good for today. I appreciate, you know, Joe Pogba, Sage. Thanks for joining me here on uh, on Zoom. Appreciate the questions. Hopefully we'll get this Instagram issues resolved by next week so we can get uh, more participation from the MSL Legion and the Perfect Soccer community. Um, but yeah. I think that's we'll we'll call the we'll call it an episode right as my boy Thumbs on up. So look at that. You tell everyone hello. 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 Okay. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, uh, I appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week. Um, yeah. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy the rest of the week and the weekend. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys next Thursday. All right. Later. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.